Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Hi, Rebecca and Megan. Hello. Hi. How are you guys? Great. Doing really well. Thanks for uh, sharing your awesome music with us on Diddy TV, and thanks for taking the time to um, sit down and talk with us for a few minutes. Absolutely. Our pleasure. So Larkin Poe, that's the name of the band. I have to ask, how did you come up with that name? Because Lovell is your last name, mm -hmm. so it's not Poe. So yeah, how is that? Uh, we are sisters, and so we wanted to take on a name that had some family significance to us. So Larkin Poe is actually our great, 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 great grandfather. Mm -hmm on our dad's side of the family, and um, we, we just liked, he's a historical figure kind of in our area and, and in our family tree, and um, he also is a cousin of Edgar Allan Poe, so we kind of like that tidbit as oh, well. Oh, well, maybe you have to write a song, maybe there's a song in there somewhere. Exactly, the Southern Gothic literature, like that definitely plays a piece in what it is, I feel like lyrically we were so influenced as little kids growing up and reading Poe, and it was the scariest thing we'd ever read, you know? He's pretty scary. Terrifying, <laughs> some of his stuff, it's true. We didn't find out we were related till our late teens, kind of when we started Larkin Pose, when we found yeah. out we were related distantly. So you guys started playing music when you were how old? I, I think you were three and I was four, and we, yeah. we started out with the Suzuki method on violin and piano. Me too. <gasps> really? Suzuki violin. Yes. Hey. Lightly row, yeah. all oh. the tunes. Our mother was a saint. I know, bless her heart. She because had three little girls yep. playing Suzuki violin. violin. All of you? Yeah. Yes, and not and not playing Suzuki violin well by any stretch of the imagination. I know my mother used to say, "You sound better when you practice in your room, <laughs> with the door shut and the towel shut. shoved under the." Because it's true. I mean, there's nothing more piercing than a four-year-old with one of those little tiny cardboard violins, you know. In any case, exactly. She, Twinkle. She, yes, and she put us through it, and and they stuck by us, and eventually it, it became. It became our own vocation to practice. You know, she had to, she didn't have to tell us anymore. <laughs> so you started to really like it, and obviously you switched to guitar, bass. We did. So. It's kind of been a long and a winding road for us because initially it was violin and piano, both of us, and then I picked up banjo and mandolin whenever I guess we hit our early teens. I'm um, being from Georgia, and, and 
going up into Tennessee a lot. There was all these little Signal Mountain Opry's, and so we wound up at a bluegrass festival in our early teens and fell in love with bluegrass music. And so that's when we sort of started transitioning into roots American music. And Megan finally stumbled on a dobro, which is the acoustic version of the lap steel that she plays now. And that's yeah. really when we sort of phased into understanding that music was our passion. Yeah, so you started with uh, the Lovell sisters, right? And that was your initial group. You mm -hmm. had, uh, there were three of you, it was your older sister. And, uh, and then now you transitioned to a duo. And, and bluegrass to really to rock. So yes. when did that happen? When did that transition happen for you guys that you said, okay, I love bluegrass, but what I really want to do is rock? Well, the Blues. whole time while we were playing mm -hmm. classical music, um, our dad was also spinning all these classic rock and roll records in the car for us. So we, we did grow up with a great love for electric music. And I think it's been since um, we've been a duo, mm -hmm. since we've picked up um, electric instruments, we've been experimenting with like amps and pedals. That's when we've been getting heavier and tried pushing the boundaries of what roots music can do. Right, because I mean, for me, I think Ozzy is one of my favorite singers just about of all time. So to be able, I think, to have finally stumble on a way to create the sounds that we heard on all those records that Dad would have been spinning, like Black Sabbath and, you know, Fleetwood Mac even, some of Lindsey Buckingham's oh, yeah. guitar parts, where you're listening and you're like, I don't know how to achieve that, having always grown up with acoustic instruments, making that shift and being able to sort of imagine how to make that kind of music, having that in your hands finally. So it's another creative step? Yes. So it's Absolutely. like, hey, I want to I wanna just do something different. I want to keep moving as yes. an artist. And I, I mean, it didn't happen overnight either. It's been a slow transition. I mean, we've been making music now for over a decade between the two of us. And, you know, I would say a lot of our fans have seen us through many different phases of what Larkin Poe has been, you know. And now this most recent record, Peach, like it's the closest thing that we found to our sound. And that's incredibly liberating, too, you know. What are the songs about? Tell me about Peach. Peach is, is my favorite record we've ever made. It's the first record that Megan and I made, just the two of us. I think there's always a temptation as an artist to want to um, sort of outsource the vision, and that, that sounds terrible. But it's kind of true where you want someone to help you make the best record that you can make. And that was very tempting for us, but having spent so many years of, of our careers as musicians being backup musicians as well for other artists, we're very good chameleons. I mean, we've gone on the road with you know, have like bits and pieces of Sugarland or Connor Oberst, who's like a real emo rock guy, and Elvis Costello, who is just like God knows what he is. So and you're and learning from all these yes, different artists. And learning how to blend in and support them in what they're doing. And so for us, you know, to finally say to each other, you know what, we're not going to have anyone else in the room. We're not going to have anyone's opinion but ours. We need to like duke it out and figure out what it is that we want to say is what we need to do with this project. And, and you so played we all the instruments, right? We did. Yeah, we played everything. Yeah. It play was really liberating. Yeah, it was. And then you come up with the sound, the mix that you want. Yeah. Everything is exactly dialed in the way that you want exactly. it. Exactly. And, for, you know, it's obviously great to have someone who's producing it, but obviously it had to be very liberating, like you said, yes. just to do whatever you wanted to do with the, with the album. To take the time to, to experiment. For worse or for better, it's us. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> we had that said... Roger Allen Nichols is the engineer who worked with us and was a soldier in the trenches with us, especially as sisters. It can get kind of intense at times. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> and so he was there for us. But, I mean, I think lyrically, this record, it's, it's half and half original, half and half traditional blues covers, which I think as Southern girls and as fairly, we've always been kind of serious people, like 
very intellectual and pondering what is life, what is the meaning of the soul, and like all this kind of retarded, heady stuff. But to be able to to take some of the traditional blues elements into our own songwriting, into our own s- storytelling process, that was kind of the goal with Peach, for sure. What is the songwriting process like with sisters? <laughs> I've, I've heard bands talk about it, but I don't think I've ever asked sisters what it's like to work together when you're writing a song. We've kind of dev- done it every which way. Mm-hmm. Um, we've written separately, we've written together, um, and, and we've also written the two of us with other people in the room. And so it kind of just depends on the song. Um, Rebecca does a lot of the lyrics, and I help with uh, sort of the, the overall vibe of the song and the instrumentation and the melody and stuff. But, but she, she's definitely our lyric gal. <laughs> I would say is actually that was one of the, bone, the biggest bones of contention that we ever had as sisters in the band because I think that we had this conception that we needed to be co-writers on everything, that it needed to be like we needed to get in the room and do it. And that's actually, I think, as sisters... And as business partners and having known each other since the womb, like there's so many layers of the relationship that are existing when you're trying to go into a room. It's deep. And put your egos aside and just let the best idea win. Like, and so that was definitely, I think, an interesting goal for us to achieve together, which was like, you know what? However we do it, it's fine. We don't have to do it any certain way. Like however it comes out and whichever songs we like, that's how we're going to do it. Is it hard to sometimes let the song just evolve the way it's going to evolve? Yes. So and without hard. the control? So hard. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's part of it. I think all of us strive for perfection, and you just want like, to wake up with perfect skin and walk into your beautiful studio and like, write the perfect song and have it just be slapdash easy. But that's rarely how it happens. It's mostly sweaty, dirty, like, heart-wrenching work. And at the end of the day, I think that you can hear the humanity in, in our record, which, for the first time, we finally didn't pick <laughs> it to pieces. <laughs> That's really great. And, and so um, what's next then for you guys? Touring? Touring. A lot of touring this year. Mm. A lot of touring. We're actually finishing up with our next record. We did it, the two of us, again. Yep. We got to um, jump on it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Are you recording in a studio or is it a home studio? Half and half. So we, we record a lot of the tracks, like the, the backing tracks. I have immense sound libraries that I'll go through and, and build up all the, the drums and the percussion f- upon which we then go into a studio and lay down vocals and guitars. But this year, since we are going to be gone, um, we're still not like completely allowed to talk about it, which is kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But we're going on tour with a, a really cool artist. And because we're going to be out for so long, we needed to go ahead and get the record, the next record, made, which was an interesting challenge in and of itself, since we really just finished Peach not too long ago. And you sort of feel like, you know, a feel that's just sort of, it, it made a bunch of hay, and then it hasn't had time to sort of get ready to make more hay, but we needed to make more hay. So we did this record, and I can't wait for people to hear this next iteration of what it means well, to be Lark We can't wait to hear the next one either, but... Um, just not to backtrack, but you guys have been involved in some amazing projects. You did the basement tapes um, with uh, Mumford and uh, mm-hmm. Mumford, Mumford and Sons, Sons and Brienne and Giddens yeah. and the guys from Dodge, Elvis, Elvis Costello, Costello our my boy, favorites. produced by T Bone Burnett. Yes, it was amazing. That was a really cool experience. And oh, yeah, what was that experience like? Because I love, I really love what what came out of that. So. We came in for, I think, the last two days of tracking that they had. So we were in Los Angeles making a record ourselves at that point, because this would have been, I guess, three, three and a half? Three years ago, three, four years ago, yeah. 
So we were out in LA and Elvis called us up and said, hey, I'm doing this project. We're at the Sony Recording Building and we'd love to have you got no Capital, Capital Recording Building, the big iconic building in Los Angeles. And, and I'd love to have you girls come and play mandolin and slide and sing and just come in. And we didn't really understand what the record was all about until we walked into the room and, and everyone was just around. And, and for us, what was really inspiring about that session was whenever everyone sat down in the tracking room to record a couple, because we heard them record two or three songs while we were there, involved in the process, nobody knew all the songs. Like, they had literally just finished writing. They, there were some lyric mistakes. People were just kind of, like, screwing up left and right, but it had this amazing energy, and they stuck with it. So for us to be a part of that was exhilarating. It was so fun. They would, like, run through the song, play it, record it, and that was it. And that Nothing was the, and that was for the record. That was Isn't that it. amazing. It was, and everyone's that's a so real creative good. process. Oh yeah, and everyone's so good they can pull it off. You know, you got somebody like Elvis who could basically like roll out of bed and just like sing a few words, and it'd be like the most mind blowing thing you ever heard. So to be able to walk in and sing on that record and play on that record was yeah, it was really cool. What would you say was your big break when you said, okay, now I have arrived. I am a full on professional musician. Was there a moment like that for you, or did it just slowly evolve? You know, I, I, ha I heard a really good quote from Willie Nelson, I guess a couple of weeks back, and he said, you know, my, my whole career, it's been gravy. The first day that I went into a club and I played my songs for a crowd and they paid me after, I made it. <laughs> I was done. I, I had done it, you know. And there's something about the innocence of that that, to me, we should all strive for because... I think me personally, I'm, I'm always living in the future. Like, it's a real struggle to, to be grounded in the moment that we're in. You can wish your life away thinking about what's around the corner. And, or you can and be in the moment. Yes, to, you got to be in the moment. you got to experience where you're at. And for us, I think it really is about the fact that we've never had another job, that we've made it from the word go. We've gotten to do what we love. We've gotten to learn how to be our own bosses. We've, you know... I guess for about 85% of our career, we've been independent artists. And there's something so, so profound about being able to control your life in every angle. It's terrifying sometimes, and I think we do a bad job of self-management sometimes, but also, like, we show up and we're there. So I would say just being 27 years old and, and able to, to sell a CD to a fan that has all of my heart and soul and love in it, you know? Well, it's amazing. It's amazing what you guys do. It's an inspiration. Thanks so much for coming to Diddy TV. Do come back when you finish your next oh, album yes. and your next Be tour. Here. Please come back. We would love that. Thank you so much. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only. Right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar... You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? 
That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 